podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's got to 2-2 two, two, and we've still got more than half an hour to go and here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil! Go! Hello, welcome to another Touchy Gooders podcast. My name is Lewis and I'm joined by my good friend, Sean, SV Carboholic. How you doing, bro? Yeah, I'm all right, bro. I'm all right. It's good to good to be back. Um, yeah, man, back to this cold, man. I'm not, I'm not. I didn't miss it. That's for sure. So yeah, yeah. I I, I heard you've uh, not resisted the urge to put the heating on. So no, I, can't, I can't come and kill myself, it's, bro. It's, <laughs> it's a big. It's a big topic of uh, that. This is the. This is what the international break does. Actually, you've got you know, yeah. and, and and along with the addition of of someone like Sate to the group chat. Is we just have he's, very very random conversations he's, about he's, he's, bro, he's, he's too electric funny. blankets. To be uh, fair, I've not, <laughs> I've, I've, I've not watched anything over this international break. I watched twenty minutes of like the first half of that England game yesterday, and then I watched the Love Is Blind reunion. So oh, that's, yeah? that, that was yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> it was good, man. It was good. I need I need to let Saint know about it. It was good. It was good. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I, I haven't watched Love Is Blind since the first season. Um, which I, I really enjoyed it, but I, I kind of did think, you know, the, the couple that won it, uh, the the white guy, I forgot, I forgot his name. Um, Can't remember. Yeah, yeah. Gives me serial killer vibes, man. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know what, <laughs> I, don't, yeah. I don't know what it is, but it just gives me. I don't know. There's a, there's a story that's gonna unfold there. And... <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, my missus is one of those. She's always on IG, keeping up. They're still together. The couple we got. Yeah, there. I heard they're going strong. Yeah, they're going strong, man. So that's like three, four years. So fair mm. play, man. Fair enough. Uh, anyway, um, today's episode, obviously not, not a huge amount to talk about, but um, uh, what we are going to do is we're going to do an overview of our player ratings that we've been compiling on the Patreon pods. Um, if you didn't know, and if you aren't a, a subscriber of that of uh, to our Patreon, what we do after every single game, we do a post-match. And instead of giving you, you know, what uh, our old format of, you know, ups and downs and whatnot, we actually do player ratings now for every single player that's involved. And we compile those player ratings. We've got them in a nice little fancy spreadsheet that I share with the lads. No one looks, but, you know, it's there. Um, and, yeah, we've, we've, like, averaged out ratings and we try and get as many people from who's involved in the pod to give their rating as possible. And, um, yeah, so we do that after every game. So what we thought would be a good idea is to now have a little, you know, little overview over what are we... How many games are we in? Eight games? That's, yeah, it's just about... It's about yeah. uh, a well almost a, a fifth yeah almost fifth yeah. Quarter, almost a no. quarter so almost like a quarterly review right mm-hmm. not quite but almost <laughs> like a quarter right so we, we've got a, a decent sample size of games to look over there's some you know quite interesting topic uh topics of discussion that i do want to raise as well um so yeah if you if you're not subscribed to the patreon that sounds like something you would you know be interested in you can obviously subscribe to the patreon for as little as three pounds a month the link is in the description you know any any contribution helps keep touchy gooners as a pod going helps like the touchdown fracas community as a whole um so yeah if you do like that sort of content feel free to subscribe and uh 
get your weekly dose of post-match analysis after the game. But yeah, um, let's start with a very obvious part of contention. And, you know, um, we, we've talked about it long enough for, on these pods. We do it every single week, the Ramsdale riot debate, right? Um, the, the ratings are quite interesting, okay? They're quite interesting because... You know, I, I would say the analysis has been the analysis has been so far that Raya is rightly so keeping Ramsdale out of the team because he gives he gives you what Arteta wants him wants that wants him from his goalkeeper basically. Um, he get he yeah that didn't really come out right. He's given Arteta what he wants out of his goalkeeper, which Ramsdale wasn't given. And Ramsdale and Arteta has made like several comments alluding to this. Um, although not specifically pointing out Ramsdale, but bro, you've managed one club and you've had like <laughs> two goalkeepers. So <laughs> yeah, um, I, I don't know who else he'd be alluding to with, with said comments, but um, I'll just read out the ratings now. So we've got Ramsdale, who obviously only played, he played the first four league games. So Nottingham Forest, Palace, Fulham and Man United. Then obviously was dropped for the Everton game. Uh, that's where Raya made his debut and um, he played in the League Cup against Brentford. So he's had five games this season. His average rating is 6.4 out of 10. Now, that might, in isolation, that might not sound particularly good. You know, 6 out of 10, fair enough. Um, David Raya, in comparison, has played six games. Everton, PSV, Spurs... Bournemouth, Lons, and Man City. And his average rating is 6.1. Just on, you know, without too much analysis going into the ratings so far, what does that say to you, Sean? Uh, without going into the ratings. Well, just as like a general, just a general thought, like when I yeah, say that I, Ramsdale's rating is higher than Raya, what, what does that, what does that say to you? I mean, it's it's it's, it's our ratings, and it's. So I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. To be fair, I've not got. Maybe just because I'm I'm not a massive analyzer of goalkeepers, I've I'm not. I've not got a massive view on it either way. Um, I, I feel with both of them, there are pluses and negatives. I saw um that athletic article yesterday with Raya where he was talking about um like the fans aren't used to goalkeepers having the ball for a long time, and he's basically saying that Arteta wants him to put his foot on the ball and um, he wants to bait like the opposition into pressing him and he's supposed to like act as a free man basically like um, as another outfield player on the pitch and obviously it is risky and we've seen it you know it was interesting you mentioned the six games he played I thought you know Everton fine PSV fine I thought uh, Bournemouth fine but a Spurs game there were some jitters in it um, especially with the kick in the Lons game, the kick in, and then the Man City game, the kick in as well. So it was, mm. it was more, you know, those things that we were told that would be less of an issue. It, it looked a bit jittery so far for me, um, especially both both with the short and the long. So especially and that first, that first half, especially against City, was scary, man. It was very very scary. Obviously, we lucky he didn't get punished for it, and we went on to win. And to be fair to him, he did improve in the second half as well of that game. But, but yeah, I, you know. The, the jury's out so far for me 
Um, I just think, obviously, the reason, like you said, is 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 to why is that he's you know carrying out the letter of the law of what Arteta wants, probably a bit better than Ramsdale, who had too much of an inclination to go long, which I don't think the manager always wants. So I guess on a on a, but there's still small sample sizes, right? You've got five and six games, so let's see. Obviously, I think for me, I, I think I understand that Rai is probably going to be the number one. So let's see how it pans out over a, a longer sample size. Whether we're still, if by like December, like for example we're still having these jitters, then, you know, something to be concerned about for me at least. Yeah. I, I I guess I could, I should reel off like the actual ratings per game that were given. So for Ramsdale, Forrest was 6.8, Palace 7, Fulham 4.7. So that was the game that he made the, uh, that Fulham scored that. Uh, really oh, within goal. 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, he got, okay. he got ranked really low for, for that game, 4.7. Man United, 6.3. Um, Raya, in comparison, um, Everton 7.1, PSV 7.1, Spurs 5, um, Bournemouth 7.4, Lons 4.8 and Man City 5.3. I think the Man City game had like a huge variation of ratings. Like I think Shabs even gave him a 7. Right, and it was it was it, it, it's weird. Like people obviously rating, and and this is the caveat to this whole podcast, right? Is people are rating based on their own criteria. There's not a set criteria. At the end of the day, I see it as it all balances out in the end, right? Like it's, you know, play, people are rating on certain things. We may look to change that going forwards. But I think, you know, that I think that does give you a, a, a picture of, you know, um, oh, and sorry, Ramsdale got a 7.3 against Brentford as well. So he's he's had the highest rating. Uh, no, Bour- Raya had this highest rating against Bournemouth, 7.4. And... Um, Ramsdale's had the lowest against Fulham, which is 4.7. So um, the stats, however, they point to Raya. And and again, short sample size, but it's being thrown down. It's being rammed down my throat, Paul. It's definitely being rammed down my throat um, (laughs) in in terms of, uh, you know, uh, the statistic side of things. Because people people look to me as like the the Ramsdale Defence League. And um, I just want fair discussions. RDL, yeah? Yeah, RDL. People are looking at RDL. (laughs) But I just want fair discussions. That's all I want. Yeah, because um, I can concede that I think Raya is a better goalkeeper than Ramsdale. But I just think people are going a bit too overboard at the moment. And, you know, um, when we saw Ramsdale, for example, come in first season, we were talking like, you know, it was, wow, he's coming and revolutionised the way we play. Wow, we feel so confident with Ramsdale in goal now. All of a sudden, two years later, it's like, ah, I don't really feel confident with Ramsdale goals. So a lot can change over, you know, a bigger sample size of, of games. So, um, yeah. Who do you think is better, those two um, included, plus Emmy Martinez? Mm. It's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult. I don't think... I don't think Martinez is, good, is, is as good as either of them on the ball. I don't think he can... I don't do, think he do can think do so, though. Yeah. I don't remember, especially remembering the FA Cup run. I thought he was quite good with his distribution. Or he was I, good. It was good long, okay. but I don't think he was. I don't think he was great short, and I don't think he. I don't think he breaks lines like um, uh, that. Arteta wants to to do with players like Ramsdale and okay. and to a bigger degree Raya as well. I don't. I don't think on the ball, but probably shot stopping and those kind of things. Martin is probably better than. Ramsdale, Raya, I'm not sure yet. 
Right, I'm not sure yet, but yeah, um, uh, it's, it's a sample size. We probably just got to watch payout over time. Yeah, for it. sure, for sure, for sure. But yeah, ratings. Is it? Would you think it'd be fair to say that Raya has maybe? I don't want to say you know flat flat is flattered to deceive a fair assessment so far. Would, would you? Was you expecting a little bit more, or you know, what's the initial uh, impressions? too much variance like there's been games where i thought calm like no issue no problem um but then there are games where i'm like you know uh you know the distribution is is been a bit scary um so yeah there's been a bit too much variance so far in terms of like you said there's been three games where the ratings were calm three games where the ratings were not so calm so i don't know i don't know is is where i'm at, at the moment i'm i'm being a bit of a wimp and I'm just sitting on the fence. But I feel like obviously he is averaging more touches than Ramsdale mm. did as well. So I think that is probably an extra factor. And and literally like he is like almost like a left centre back <laughs> in possession, which is crazy in itself. So it so you know, do I caveat it by saying he's been he's taking a bit more risks in it and he's following what the manager does to the lesser of the law a bit more um scary, but Let's see, man. Let's see. Yeah, yeah I, I, I I did rate him at Brentford, so I would be it would be very hypocritical of me just to turn around and you know after a couple of games you know go to the other side of the fence. So I'm not making judgment yet. Yeah, I I think certainly in big games we, we where for, for mm. me I think when you're bought in and a lot is made of like your ability on the ball and mm. and this is what you're bought in for for me has kind of been a bit underwhelming because it's been that side yeah. of his game that I haven't been particularly impressed with. He's done yeah, a few yeah. nice passes. Don't get me wrong. He really has done a few really nice passes. But, you know, I've seen loads of goalkeepers do really nice passes. I see, you know, practically every goalkeeper in the Premier League does really nice passes. But when I see the stuff that I have against Man City, against Spurs, against Lons, it's, it's too hit and miss for me. And mm. I think... I think that really has to be taken into account so far when we're when we're looking in and what he was actually brought in to do. Um, I can't say for any certainty that he's been an upgrade on Ramsdale so far, but over the course of the season, maybe that you know, yeah. maybe that, that sounds like a stupid assessment. You know, it yeah. it, it really could. Um, let's move on to the defenders now. The defenders is interesting because outside of you know, one set, one particular midfielder, all our defenders have the highest ratings uh, across the board, really. Like, does that, is that something that surprises you? No, I think that's been the bit that's probably been the most impressive part of the team this season, generally. Um, when you look at the metrics statistically, I think we match up our XG against is, is really, really high. We've not given away barely anything in open play, I believe, in most games. So, um, so I, I think on the whole, I think, you know, probably the Spurs game was the one where we probably let ourselves down a bit. But other than that, I think generally on the whole in open play, we've been quite solid. Um, and I think all the defenders um, have been really, really good on that front. So fair play. Yeah, fair. I'll, I'll quickly run through the ratings now of like the players that have played, you know, quite a few games. So Ben White rating of 6.5. Um, pr- pretty steady. Feels, but no. feels a bit low. You think, you think it's a bit low? I think outside of the United game where I could say Rashford gave him, you know, a yeah. few steps. He, he had four ratings uh, below six for 
uh, Spurs and Lons. Um, good ratings for Palace, Everton and Bournemouth and Man City. So, yes. Okay. 6.5 is... is um, let me check the average of the ratings. It's... Uh, Average average is six point four of all of all players, so six point five is slightly above average. Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, Tomiyasu six point two, but again, probably a bit difficult to read. A lot of that is subs, sub, sub, sub appearances, appearances right? Yeah, okay. so a lot yeah. of just six out of tens for just coming on the pitch. Really. I, pre- I, I think I pretty much give him a six out of ten every day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> him and Nelson just six, 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 yeah, six. Yeah. six. <laughs> When it comes to the subs, unless it's been like a Hall of Shame performance, I think I'll just give six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, for the two centre-backs, now this would be an interesting one. Who do you think would have the highest rating, Gabriel Saliba? Now you've asked me, I would say Saliba, but I think Gabriel's probably got a higher rating, right? No, so Saliba actually has the higher rating. He's got okay. seven, he's he's got a rating of 7.4. Um, yeah, which is, he isn't the highest in the, in the, in the team, actually. Oh, um, okay. No, it isn't. Uh, Gabriel has got a rating of seven point one, so just slightly below. But okay. you know, um, they're they're both in the top three performers of the the top three top rated players in in the team, seven point four and seven point one. So, right. I mean, I think that speaks volumes of their season yeah, so yeah. far, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, obviously, I know in the early parts, um, Arteta was inverting from the right until Zinchenko was fit. So obviously. You know, people were having, remember in the group chat, everyone was saying, oh, what's happening with Gabriel? What's happening with Gabriel? But I think it was simply a tactical thing. I think everyone said the moment Zinchenko returns, Gabriel will return. And, yes. and so that was the case, right? So it's it's not really been, it's not and really a talking point. I, I do feel like Gabriel's rating is a bit skewed because he did have those substitute appearances as well, right, where okay. basically yeah, just yeah, six. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, his yeah. rating so, probably is a little bit skewed because he got like, a six against Forrest, a 6.5 against, uh, against Palace. Both mm. of those games, did he? He started on the bench. Both of those, yeah, games, yeah, didn't both he? of those games. Yeah, yeah, and he didn't, he didn't play against Fulham, um, and then he obviously came back into the team against Man United, and mm. since then his average has been seven point three. So basically yeah. on a par with Saliba, Saliba, which yeah, yeah, you know. So yeah. there isn't much to choose between the pair between. of them, really. Saliba, obviously, you know, um, is. His poorest game so far by the ratings has been Lons. Um, okay. I thought he was know, good what, against Lons. What did he yeah, get? Yeah, I guess him? just a 6.6. I mean, it's still pretty high. I think yeah, everyone yeah. really got a low rating in Got that, a low rating. In Fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, 8.8 against Man City, 7.9 against PSV, 7.8 against Palace, 7.5 against Forest. Some really, really high ratings there. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, um, it might be a question because I know it was a debate at the time who played better, Saliba or Gabriel against Man City. Gabriel got an 8.2 against Man City and Saliba got an 8.8. So, Gee. Um, yeah, God damn. my, my centre back pairing. Come on, come on. <laughs> uh, and the last one, last event to talk about is, is Zinchenko. Um, how, how have you rated his season so far? I have felt, funnily enough, I felt like he's been a bit quiet in terms of what he normally gives us on the ball, right? Like in build-up, I normally think this guy's moving brazy, like mad. But I don't think he's inverted as much as he normally does. Um, That said, though, I thought he was good defensively against City. Mm. Uh, 
He's he's not been bad defensively this season because who played right wing for Spurs? They didn't cook him. Kulu didn't cook him, did he? Right wing. I don't think. Right wing yeah. was Kulu, yeah. Right. No, Kulu, Kulu yeah, didn't really he, he do didn't, much. He, he didn't do much. But the only time I can say he got beat was for the Lons goal this season. Um, so, yeah, he's been a bit quiet, Zinni, mm. um, to be fair. that That's how... But steady, like nothing bad or anything, but... But like, you know, when we saw him last season, when literally he just came in and just revolutionised us, yeah. when he just inverted from left back, like, I haven't I haven't felt his influence in build-up as, as normal. Like, you know, when I talk about... Do you about think that's because like, you're used to it, though? Maybe. But but, but do, do, do you feel like his influence is there? Like, I'm no. talking about Zinni, like, 70, 80 passes, breaking lines into the final third regularly. I just yeah. don't feel well, like... What, what, what his best game this year, this, week was probably, this year was probably against Bournemouth, right? Um... Yeah, yeah, I thought I thought it was really good against Bournemouth. Actually, yeah, yeah. But outside okay. of that, there hasn't been like a, yeah, a game yeah. where he been... again, like I'm saying, I'm not even saying he's been bad. By the way, I just don't think like his influence is where it's like normally is like. Hmm. His rating is six point five, so basically average. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. Nothing, nothing yeah. to worry about. You know, Fulham apparently had a five point six rating. I don't really remember why. Did he have why five point six. Not sure. Um... Did he start that game? Yeah, yeah. He, did he? I don't Actually, know. I don't remember now. I can't remember mm. now. I'm not. I'm not sure if he started the game or not. Uh, Fulham. Let's have a look. No, he didn't. No, he came sure he on as a sub, yeah. and yeah. quite a few people gave him a really low rating. So you gave did him a five. Did I? Yeah, yeah. You gave him he... a five. Doctor Leroy do gave him a four. Uh, so he must have been pretty poor. Have made... I, I, he was doing stupidness for the Fulham, oh, for the Fulham goal, wasn't he? He gave he he was the one who yeah done foolishness and let them get yeah. the corner. I think I think okay yeah yeah I think yeah. that's why okay, that's why enough. he came on to, to close the game out and yeah he I'm, gave I'm away the corner yeah, doing yeah, something yeah, silly yeah. yeah yeah okay I remember I remember now yeah 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 fair enough see that's why these ratings are good we can go back in time and we can <laughs> you know work out. Um, but yeah, six point five, basic same as Ben White, but obviously two, um, two less appearances in the league. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, let's move on to the midfield. We'll talk about our, you know, our hundred million all-in centre midfielder, um, a rating of seven point five, the highest in the team. Wow. Um, yeah, pretty impressive, right? Pretty impressive. Uh, he's but- he's played every game except for the Brentford League Cup game. Um, yes. Believe, so, so yeah you know in terms of consistency mm-hmm. that is pretty pretty remarkable because i i would say you know um he had a bit of a slow start like forest he got a seven palace got a 6.8 but since then it's just been you know eights set high sevens mm-hmm. even uh a, a, i think he got a, a nine against man united you know, he got yeah. an eight point five against Man City. You know, Spurs he got six point five, and Lonzo got six point six. But generally speaking, all his performances have been either Spurs. Spurs came off at half time. Extremely good. Yeah, yeah Spurs. Yeah, yeah. Spurs came off at half time. We probably yeah. don't lose that game if he doesn't come off at half time. We didn't you know, lose the game. Well, uh, <laughs> well I look. I look at it as a loss. <laughs> yeah, no, sure, sure. I'm looking at it as like a loss. Yeah, yeah but we we, yeah. we we probably go on to win that game if he, you know, um, Stays on, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, and and the reason I the reason I talk about the reason why I think his rating is important here is it's uh, it's also too important to remember that 
that there's quite a few people who are involved in this rating system. I'm one of them who was very, very, um, I was just a bit reserved on my judgment with Declan Rice. And I, mm. and I, I wasn't too fond of the signing, I'll have to admit. Mm. So, you know, for him to be getting such good ratings continuously, I think it just mm. goes to show how well he has done as a signing because he's mm. even surprised his doubters. You know, mm-hmm. I, I was a big doubter. Dr. Leroy is a big doubt. I'm sure there was a few more as well. Um, mm-hmm. and, and and even more so because he's been operating in the sixth position. You know, mm-hmm. I think people believed his position would be further up, maybe in that left eight. But the yeah. fact that he's come in and done as well as he has playing in the six, um, I think it's it's I think it's just, you know, it just goes to it, it just goes to show like how good of a signing he has been so far. What do you reckon? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I was sort of there with you guys as well. Not not against it, I just had concerns and I had doubts. Um, but I just think, yeah, Deck is such like, I said, I think I said in the group chat earlier on this week, he reminds me a bit of like how Javi Martinez was when he was at Bayern, like just really strong, athletic, but a really, really good ball carrier as well. And he just does a lot of the simple actions consistently well every time like some will say oh it's not very flashy and and i can hear it do you know what i mean because but i don't know man it's like i've always said like i think this is like a sign in fergie would have made for like man united and it would have like you know i feel like rice if he went man united would have transformed them as well Mm. i think he would have been a sick signing for man united um i just think he does so many things well uh like just a really, really good all-rounder. And and I don't know the last time I could say Arsenal had a really, really good midfielder who's just a very good... He's just good at a lot of stuff, right? Good at his jewels, um, second balls, athletic... Like, he, he is... I think it was Nicky Dupree on Twitter who basically said, like, this guy is literally like a, like a first, like, top-class security alarm system. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, literally, yeah. He's, he's just always in the right place, doing the right stuff at the right time. Um, so I, I think he's been absolutely fantastic. I think um, where obviously some have still expressed a bit, a, a bit of concern around maybe ball progression. Um, I actually think he's been all right there, but obviously when we're comparing it to what Party does, I, I don't obviously I don't think he's at that level. Doesn't always receive. I think what Party does really well is how Party receives on the half turn, and that you know gives him like better angles to find passes, break lines, disguise passes. So maybe that's still in an area of his game that he can develop, hopefully. Um, because I think long-term, I agree with you, I think he is. He has been bought to be a six long-term. Um, for the purposes of this season, providing parties fit, I would like to I'd play him a bit higher up, just because I think party and rice is a really, really good base. Um, obviously, but I don't think party's going to be here for the long-term. So, you know, if, if his ball progression maybe doesn't improve to the level we need, I would look at hopefully maybe signing another midfielder like you know a more a, a technical multi-phase like midfielder like a, a Locatelli a Bruno G you know who does a bit of progression themselves as well so it, it doesn't you know solely lie on the six and obviously Zinni's still there but if you had like a midfield that were all ball progressors it would maybe change up what you could do maybe at fullback and stuff as well so um yeah I think it's just one to watch I saw you know saw some really good um ratings from him yesterday apparently against italy i, I didn't watch the yeah the he was games, good but yeah was so good, yeah. so it's good man I, I just think overall and like you know touch wood he's just very durable as well so now nah, he's he's great man I, I think and it's probably well deserved i'd say 
he's definitely yeah. up there. The qu- the quarterly player of the season so far of the Touchy Gooners player ratings. So big up you, Deckers. Um, the all right, who should we go with next? So okay, let's go to the other end of the scale. Well, not the other end of the scale because he hasn't been completely crap, but um, Erdegaard. Actually, actually, let's leave Erdegaard. Let's let's go. Let's actually go to the other end of the scale, right? And people might start getting bored with this dis- this discussion, but um, let's talk about it because he is another new signing, and he's. Let's, I think it's safe to say he hasn't hit the ground running like Declan Rice is, and he certainly hasn't got a rating of seven point five like Declan Rice. Um, Havertz rating is four point nine. It's the lowest. It's the lowest in the team. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's. Yeah, I, I don't really know what else to say. The, the ratings have been gradually improving. Um, I mean, he got his best rating of the season so far against Man City, which was a 6.5 because of his his contribution to the goal. Mm. Um, but there are some really bad ratings in here, man. Like Fulham, he got a 2.8. <laughs> what, did, <laughs> what, I've never, what did he do wrong against Fulham? I think it did you, there was I was at that game, yeah, and there was a I think it's just it was it was the first time like the crowd were really like especially wow. in the second half, like yeah. he kept receiving the ball and he wouldn't turn, like he just wouldn't yeah. turn, like he would he just was so averse to taking any risks and it and it really well it pissed me off in the stadium and mm. like, it pissed a lot of the crowd off and it was he, after did that. he miss like, like a sitter as well? No, no, no. That, he, that was the Man United even, game, wasn't no, it? No, yeah, it was. Yeah, it, it, he didn't even miss a sitter in that game. It was just more that he kept receiving the ball, but he just wouldn't turn, and people mm. were getting so frustrated with him. We like turning. I think Arteta even said after that game, it was like, "No, you've got to be brave." Yeah. So, yeah. So yeah. Well, his rating is four point nine. Um, there are some other notable key. Uh, bad performance in there you've got 3.7 against man united i, I was at that game and yeah. it was bad you know he really needed that you know it, it, that penalty decision to go his way i think to to come mm. out with anything higher than that but you know that game he obviously gave man united the ball to score their the, the the opener with their first shot of the the game um he he completely air kicked a, an open goal um and it was just pretty pretty poor in you know other bits of play as well um and then he had a, a 3.8 against lens probably a bit harsh i mean yeah. everyone was pretty shit um during that game uh one, one, one question i did want to ask is now that we are doing these ratings um do you think there's you know i don't want to slag off my rating system here but you know, this it is all a bit of fun at the end of the day. But do you think mm. that there is a bit of, you know, because people don't like the signing, that there is a bit of, uh, you know, when 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 Havertz is shit, he is getting marked more than when marked down lower than say say him and, uh, not even Erdogan, say him and Fabio Vieira have the same game. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. Do you think? Yeah, Havertz yeah. is getting right right lower than Vieira. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Just because already people have those aversions to the sign-in, the fact he costs so much off the back of, you know, three media years at Chelsea. So, yeah, definitely. Um, and the fact that a lot of people are against the sign-in to start with. So, yeah, I like you, my, my thoughts are well-known. And 
you know, uh, and people need to understand, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be right. I want to be wrong. Like, I really, really hope at some stage this guy turns it around and starts slapping, like, and makes me humble pie. Like, I want to, I want that to be the case because we don't want to be in this position where, do you know what I mean? We're looking at it and after a season, you're you're already scratching your head. So, um, what I will say, though, the only, the, the actual times I've, I've actually thought he looked semi-competent was when he's been used as a nine. You know, mm. against City in the Community Shield, it's probably yes. his best performance to date. We haven't actually nine. got a rating for that. We for that got game, a rating. So. Fair play. Well, <laughs> but he, I would agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He probably could have got like a seven in that game because the, the conspiracy theorists are going to say that was on purpose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I remember against I was at the home game against PSV in the Champions League. Uh, he moved up top later in the game. He actually yeah. had quite a few, you know, got decent a 6.2 moments. Yeah. For that game. He actually had a few decent moments. He he definitely should have left with a goal in that game. Mm. Um, and then even against City again on a I, I do just think like he he is probably better suited to being he's a forward. He's not a midfielder, yeah. essentially, is 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 mm. where we're at with that guy. So um so yeah, yeah, you know, and I don't agree with Tuchel on a lot of things, but I think he was probably right. With, with his deployment of, of Havertz as a as a nine, Plus yeah, nine, whatever you want to, yeah. I, I definitely think you're onto something with the centre forward stuff, like because he's played what, like you say, he's played three games. So PSV, Man City, and what was the other game that you said he played up front? Was that that was it? Okay, yeah, and he came on against Man City at the weekend up top as well. So yeah, so I mean, his yeah. ratings for the, for those games where he has played up front have been significantly higher than those yeah. where he's played yeah. in midfield. So, um, I mean, the good thing about having a rating of four point nine after ten games is that it can only go up. Silver lining, anyway, right? Yeah, silver yeah, lining. Yeah. Um, Martin Erdegaard, um, you know. <sighs> Difficult one to assess because I think we can all say that he hasn't been he hasn't been firing so far this season. He's had some good games, but he's also had some really poor games, I think. And then he's had some games where he's just sort of flitted and hasn't really just, done much. I've, I've not liked it. I think there's just too much shooting now for my liking, man. Right. Too much shooting, not enough playmaking. And it's it's almost like the balance has gone too far the other way where they were like, oh, Odegaard doesn't shoot enough. And then he hit 15 goals last season, non-penalty goals. And everyone's like, oh, yeah, Odegaard, shoot, shoot, shoot. And I'm like, shoot when it's on, like when it's right. But don't do it all the time. Like when you watch, if you watch back that Man City game, there was a lot of times where Martinelli was getting frustrated on the left because something you'd expect Odegaard to do would be, you know, the spare man out wide and he's he's just going for goal. And I've not, I've not liked it, man. I need him to get back in his playmaking, playmaking bag a bit more again for me, anyway, personally. Yeah, his rating is six point four, um, which you know is just below the average of the squad. Um, his, you know, the poorest rating he's got here is a four point two against Spurs and a four point four oh, against Lons. That that Spurs one was a hall of shame performance. Yeah, he really let Madison come on from the up block and slap his head like, yeah, yeah. Um, he had some other poor ones. Given the 5.5 against Man City, 5.9 against Fulham, his better games, 7.6 against Man United, 8.3 against PSV, and an yeah, 8.4 against, against Bournemouth. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, those, those were his best games, definitely. So, yeah. Well, 
Definitely. Lots to improve on. Lots to improve yeah. on. But he's he's got a lot of equity in the bank. So do you know what I mean? So you know, hopefully it improves as the, as, as the season goes. How, how many goals has he got so far? This is it three. He scored three, I believe. Scored one against Man United, and he scored two pens. Yeah, mm. scored two pens. Scored one against Bournemouth, one against Palace. So, yeah. and he okay. got an, he's got he's got an assist. I'm sure he's got an assist as well. Like that, yeah. Right, but yeah. Fair enough, yeah, but definitely someone who who you know needs to improve. Um, let's have a look at Fabio Vieira, who you know hasn't really featured much in mm. recent weeks. Really, he had like mm. a, a bit of a cluster mm. where he was playing every yeah. game, and then after the did he play against Spurs? He yeah, got he dragged against Spurs. Yeah, he he started the game against Spurs and he got and he got taken off at half time. Well, didn't yeah, he? yeah, he got taken off at half time for habits. Yeah. I yeah. think apparently that I think that was linked with the um with the rice thing because he didn't want to have Jorginho, Vieira, and Erdegaard on. He wanted mm. probably a bit more height, which is why I think he brought on Havertz. But in hindsight, it might have made sense to actually start with Havertz that game because we mm. lost a lot of athleticism in that second half, which is why we struggled. Yeah, he. I mean, he's only played the Lons game since since then. No, he didn't play against Brentford in the league. Cup? No, yeah, he was injured. He was, he was injured, injured so he, right? Yeah, 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 missed, yeah. Missed that game. Fair enough. And no. he didn't play against Bournemouth and didn't play against Man City. And he, he wasn't particularly good against Lons. Didn't have his greatest game against Spurs. But in the games before that, uh, the Fulham home game is the one that stands out. Where oh um, yeah, he was very yeah he was he, he was, was very he good. Came on and he was he. Really and truthfully, he should have been. He, the he won us he won the game. game. Really, he won he? us yeah, that yeah. game until we made that error at the end. Yeah, he was yeah. very, very good in that. I remember a couple of his early season cameos were very good, actually. So, uh, yeah, he was he was good that game. He, I think he also had a decent performance against Everton away, I believe as well. Six six point nine that one. Seven point eight against Fulham. Six point eight yeah. against Man United. Six against PSV. But I think that was a sub appearance. Yeah. Spurs six. five. Lons yeah. five point four. So his average is six point three. Um, okay. bit below, but then you got some sub appearances there that are probably taking it down probably a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously they, you know, got a pretty poor rating against Spurs. Spurs. It, it, do you think he his performances so far are, are deserving of of more minutes? Yeah, yeah. I, I think if definitely showed hunger when he was when he was coming on. So I think he would. And I think he's probably looked at Havertz and be like, boy, I can snatch that chain. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So, um, yeah, yeah, I, I think so. Depending on, like, what the... Comp- like, if, if Rice is there, cool. But if Jorginho is there, I wouldn't play Vieira as well. So, I think, you know, you need you need that right balance. Yeah. So. Yeah, fair enough. Um, some other notable... Yeah, Partey's got an average of 6.8 so far, but he's only played... I think he's only started... Is it two or three games, maybe? Yeah, if that, maybe. yeah. Um, Emil Smith an average rating of six point one, but there's only two games that I've counted there for for his appearances. Not not great. Um, and yeah, that's it from the midfielders. Oh, sorry, Jorginho, an average rating of five point four, given Havertz a close run for his money, but. He got he got heavily downgraded for that that Spurs, that Spurs yeah, yeah, yeah. cameo. So he actually he actually got. Uh, oh, do you know what? I actually thought he did all right against um, Man City. 
No, yeah. was it Man City? Yeah, I actually thought he did all right against Man City, but his 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 average is uh, a six. Some people were a bit harsh on him. Yeah. God, someone gave him a four out of ten. <laughs> oh, that's a bit harsh. That's a bit harsh. But yeah, um, the people aren't loving what Jorginho is bringing at the moment. Uh, let's move on to the forwards then. Again, similar to the midfielders, no real standout performer. If I was to ask you off the top of your head who you think has the highest rating for the attacker so far, who do you think it would be? Surely it'd be Saka. He had like five goals and five assists or something like that, right? Mm. Productivity-wise, he's quite clear at the moment. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's Saka is, is joint top. Okay. Joint top. Yeah. Joint top with Jesus with 6.8. Okay. So not like spectacular, but you know, just above the, the squad mm-hmm. average. Um I think Saka's productivity, you know, has been high, but maybe performances have been a bit inconsistent, is that fair to say? Yeah, he's he's he's, he's not been at his but we know he, he regularly gets doubled up on. I remember the, the any time he didn't, he probably couldn't believe his luck against PSV, where he just had the freedom of the pitch to to, to go up and down one v one. So um, I think the key is obviously even if you can't even in those games where he does get doubled up, even if you can still leave with something, because that's what Salah is, right? He's an efficiency monster. You know, he cannot be doing anything, not be contributing. But end of the game, this guy's leaving with something. So if Saka continue to produce that, that's 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 what you do, man. You know, you're not going to score like 20 goals worth of like, you know, like fun, like rockets in it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think Ronaldo used to just tally up his goal with loads of six-yard tappings, man. So yeah. arriving at the back post. So if, if Saka can routinely do that, it's great, man. That's how you get your numbers up. Yeah, uh, the notable performances here are 8.4 against PSV, 7.8 against Forest, yeah. uh, 7.4 against Spurs. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then just some middle of the range performances, really. Where you know, Man United is his is his lowest. Yeah, yeah, he actually didn't he actually didn't play that well that game. So. Yeah, five five point two for that game. So oh yeah, um, Martinelli is a rate ranked as a six point four, um, slowish start to the season, but you know, um, also had. That injury where he missed, you know, what five or six games did he? Yeah. Um, so yeah, slowish start to the season, but you know, came back in, came back into the team as a sub against Man City and obviously got the winning goal. So he gets a, mm-hmm. a high rating for that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's, it, he's he's going to be an important player. You know, I, I would yeah. expect his rating to improve with the more minutes that he gets. Absolutely, yeah, definitely post internationals. I'm hoping. You know, we haven't been able to run that trio of Jesus, Martinelli, Saka yet. So I'm hoping crazy, isn't it? it's mad, it's mad. But um, but again, probably bodes well if that's what we can do whilst not being able to, because it's a squad game season, hopefully playing about 50, 60 games, man. So everyone's going to need to contribute, man. So we're not going to be able to use that front three all the time. So mm. um, those guys standing in need to do their job too. Yeah, I, I said Jesus had an average rate of 6.8 joint top uh, of the forwards with Saka. Mm. Um He's he's also had some like really. I'm looking at his Man City rating here, six point seven. I think that's a bit harsh. I did think he was a bit better. You know, mm-hmm. I think I gave him a little bit higher than than that. But you know, the game against Man United and PSV, he was fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's more to come from Jesus from the goal scoring side of things. I think if yeah, yeah and, and I think if we can play him centrally more often, 
I, yeah, I don't yeah. really like him out wide. If I'm, I want to, I want to get him back central ASAP, man. ASAP. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, and then maybe let's talk. Uh, you know, the the two players who have played a lot of minutes this season, who you would say are our more like rotational options or backup options. I think it's fair to say they've both been really poor. Um, yeah. Trossard rating of five point five. Like, yeah, people he's, aren't he's, feeling he, him, bro. The people he's aren't ba- feeling he's, him. He's bagged two goals, but overall, I, I do feel like his performance level has just not been good. Like, I've just yeah. generally, I can't think of a performance that has impressed me from him this season. I'll be real. 7.9 against PSV, but yeah. outside of that, everything's been below a six. Yeah, it's probably fair in my opinion. I don't think mm. he set the world a lot. I really don't. Yeah, yeah. And, and Eddie, Eddie. I think his performances are more so he's got an average rating of six, so slightly higher than Trossard, but he's just got a lot of like mid-range ratings, no mm. standout game that's like wow, Eddie was excellent yeah. in this game. Yeah, um yeah. I think his highest rate in Forest game. Uh, Forest game, seven seven point three. And yeah. then since then it's just been kind of like mid mid sixes and yeah. you know low seven and then you know high fives kind of thing. So yeah. In and around that area. I mean, it's it's frustrating because you know last year people spoke in regards to Eddie anyway that he just needs a run of games. He needs a run mm-hmm. of games, and you know it's unfair that he's not getting that run and then expected to perform. La da da da. He has been given this run of games this season, and he started every week game apart from one. So like yeah. he's literally had. You can't complain that he's not had the minutes. Um, I think as Anton said, he's probably played himself out of the team. Now, do you know what I mean? With the amount of games, with the amount of minutes and just, just not like, you know, and, and I really don't want to do this because I, I like all the Halen guys, but I've never, I'll be honest with you, I've just never been impressed with our attack when Eddie's led the line. I'll just be mm. totally honest with you. I, ju- I just don't think, it just it's just nowhere near as cohesive as, as when Jesus is there. It's just not, yeah. um, he doesn't, he just doesn't facilitate, doesn't drop in as well. Um, and, you know, people point to certain metrics, but, when Jesus is there, you can just you can literally feel the difference. You can see it, man. So I just, you know, in fact, of the matter is, we're linked with other attackers, right? So I think it'd be him who's who's on the chop, chopping block, potentially him and another if we're looking to upgrade. So so yeah, man. Um, so hopefully he improves as the season goes on. But you know what? He's got how many goals has he scored this season? Just two, just one, two. Who Forest and Forest and who? Who else did he score against? He only got one goal. He hasn't got one goal. Sure, I think he's only got one goal. Because remember the Palace game, he had two guilt edge chances, which he should have bagged. Um, Mm. No, he scored against Fulham at home. So yes, yeah. So he's got two. He's got two goals. Yeah, which in eleven eleven games when you start in most of them, it's just not good enough, is it? It's not. It's not good enough. So uh, and and people make the argument of well, we're not really creating for him. And there's actually a listener's question here about creativity, but. I think you also have to look at the opposite side of things and, you know, it shouldn't always be down to the team to create for the striker. Sometimes the striker is part of that discussion and needs to be part of that that unit of creating chances. And if the striker isn't, you know, making himself available or making the right runs or, you know, bringing other players into the game to co- combinations, mm-hmm. the fluidity 
in attack, if he isn't being a part of those things, then the team can't create to the level. Yeah. And I, I, I think people miss that point. Like our striker role isn't just a striker role. You, there's like probably like if you, you were to say like weight it, 40% is facilitation as well. You have to facilitate. So um, you have to be able to bring others in. You have to be able to have runners off you to feed them. Um, so yeah, and and even if you remember, do you remember when Jesus got injured last season, and then Eddie went up top, and then we hit a bit of a brick wall, yeah. and then we we started finding goals the moment we put Trossard up top. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's that's why I said it's, it's that there's a there's a big facilitation aspect to it, which is why you know, uh, and this is probably copium and me clutching at straws. It might be a case of I need to see Havertz up there at some at some stage, like maybe for a run of games. So. Just give me, just give me Jesus up there, man. No, no, no. I, obviously, I wouldn't, I wouldn't hate, but I'm saying if Jesus isn't available, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you got a 65 mil asset. We're not going to be able to, to to shift it, so we have to find some way to try and by, by force, bro. It has to be mm. by force because mm. it's not going to be by force in midfield. That's for sure, man. So yeah, I, I yeah. Think would, so yeah. All that's right. Fine. Well, that's the end of the player rating segment. If there are, you know. Um, you know, give us your thoughts on those ratings. They might they might seem a little bit harsh, but you know, we've got we've got the receipts. You know, we're not making these up on the fly. We've got the receipts, we do them game by game. You can listen to the patron episodes as well, where you know whoever's on the podcast will give their rating as well. So um, if you are interested in that, you know, uh Patreon uh, membership is available from a little as little as three pounds a month. So come on, guys. Support the touchy gooners, help us do what we do. Um, but yeah, let's move on to some listeners' questions now before we wrap things up. I put I put out a late tweet thinking, oh yeah, they, they, people will be slow and they they won't they won't ask as many. But yeah, they've they've sent in a whole mailbag. So, <laughs> <laughs> but we ain't doing two hours twenty like uh, oh, like okay. like them, 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 like last, them guys week. last week. <laughs> them, them guys, they were too good to you guys, man. Trust me, me and Shell, we we ain't got time for that. Um, yeah, I'm trying to go to sleep, man. <laughs> trust me. So uh, just just leading on f- from your um your previous point actually I think we kind of already answered this Yonko Abzi said do you prefer Enketia up front or Havertz so uh, you know you've you've kind of alluded to the fact that it might be time to see I just I just think Eddie's had his he's had his time he's had yeah. his turns like I, I I don't think you can look Eddie can't come out and say he's not had it had chances right mm. he just can't he just can't mm. and and unfortunately whenever he's had his chances it's just not been enough for me mm. so i think he just needs to go somewhere else where he can be more of a poach he can focus on just finishing inside the box and you know because i think he has improved actually under arteta but i just don't think he's ever gonna be able to facilitate facilitate to the level we need so um so yeah yeah um another question about attacking fluidity is uh from tondre one he says we're currently bottom five in big chances created is there an underlying issue or are we just warming into the season? I think we have missed certain bits of central progression, which is why I said earlier with Zinni, I don't feel like he's inverting as much as before. Mm. We've spoken about Rice doesn't uh, break lines as quickly and efficiently as as party. I also feel like there's a concerted effort on our part to play a bit slower this mm. season. I don't feel like we're being as direct as we were last season. We don't want any sort of basketball game. We're looking to just suffocate. And, and even if that means playing at a slower pace, I, I, I think that's the case. So I think, you know, we're showing elements 
of, of a bit more maturity because at the end of the day you've got to remember what we were doing last season you can you can do that when you're playing one game a week like over the course of 50 60 games a season you need to stagger yourself I remember in the 17 18 season where Liverpool won the Champions League I believe and they they got pipped to the title by City and they were so exciting to watch but the season after where they won the league they were a lot more methodical they slowed down massively um and they were just a bit more ruthless and they didn't give anything away anywhere near as much so you know, I feel like title-winning teams do have an element of boringness to them at times. Mm. Um, so, you know, if if it, if it, if it's helping, like, you know, a lot of the metrics state that you know we're we're a lot more dominant, even though to an extent, yeah, we still do miss a bit more oomph. But again, at the same time, we haven't seen Saka, Jesus, and Martinez. That's what I was going to say. We haven't so... seen our from free thriving we've obviously made big changes in the midfield as well mm-hmm. like we've, yeah, we've shown I, I, we've shown glimpses that we are able yeah. to um you know, and, and 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 also the first team that actually tried to attack us this season psv we absolutely blammed them out of their socks do you know yeah. what i mean so uh, i think i think that the, the points you made are twofold definitely you've changed two-thirds of the midfield in fact the manager hasn't named an unchanged lineup yet this season like yeah. and if you think back to last season when we had consistency in terms of selection like you know so and and that is that is a an interesting observation i have over the course of the season like can we expect great performances well how how can we expect elite performances when the team keeps getting chopped and changed like every couple of days and don't get me wrong we need that because you can't play the same team when you're playing three games a week right so it's about how you strike that right balance, but I think we'll improve. I think I think we'll improve as the season goes on. Yeah, yeah, no facts. Um, <clears throat> let's have a look. Uh, hmm, Ords first. That's an interesting one. Um, he's asked two, but I'm only going to give you one. Ords first. I'm going to pick the most interesting one. He says, "Rank Jesus, Lacazette, Eduardo, and Podolski." Uh, I would rank it in pretty much Jesus that number one has to be right. Yeah, I think I would do pretty much in the order you said it. Really, like Lacazette better than Eduardo? Mm. I think so. <laughs> I, I think yeah. Eduardo is like I, one of the most I, overrated I, I, Arsenal I, I, players. I never, yeah. I never saw it as people like. I feel like it's one of those things. Yeah, Eduardo had like a decent patch before he had that ankle injury, and like I think people went way overboard. But at the same time, I thought. That four four two, that strike partnership, Adebayor carried most of the weight in that mm. strike partnership. I thought personally, so um, I just didn't yeah. rate Eduardo like people. Eduardo only scored he's... like seven uh, Premier League goals uh, or something. Uh, like it was, yeah, yeah. And people had him down as like some mad shooter, <laughs> but like I'm just like I thought it was alright. And and I'll, and I'll be real, Podolski was one of those. He had probably one of the best shots I've ever seen at Arsenal, but he was just a rubbish footballer. Like, he was just rubbish. Yeah, and he, and he had, striking was he, crazy. He was crazy, but he had zero movement, zero influence yeah. on, on the game. Like, unless yeah, you gave Eduardo, him... Eduardo scored seven Premier League goals in 41 games. That is insanity. Like, yeah, yeah, I, I, I don't... There's there's a lot of revisiting. The soldier is pamming people's yeah, ass, man. Bro, crazy, crazy. Mm. Okay, um... Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Jagged Ed. Good good name, that. Um, do you have any let me land players from the top six rivals that you would slot into our team? His, he says, this is Haram. But mine is Bruno 
Bruno yeah. Fernandes Fernandes in the left oh, eight. I need those GNA. <laughs> you know the funny thing. I hear, hear it. I hear it. I hear it. I actually, I actually do hear it. It's making me sick because I can't stand him. I actually can't stand him. But, but theoretically speaking, I could see it how yes. it could potentially work. Like, yeah. let, let me. Let me land. He's a lazy fucker, though. No, he really yeah. is. He's a lazy fucker. Like, he doesn't he's, do... He's, he's shit off the ball. Defensively, you know, um, I, I just don't think it would work. So I wouldn't sign him who's, for those who's reasons. A let, who's a let me land? Do you know who I like? Who I actually like? This is a bit left field, but I actually really like him at Liverpool. And it's not even like, obviously, like, Sir Bosley and McAllister are the new signings, but I would have liked Graven Birch at Arsenal. Do you think that's a let me land though? Okay, okay, all right then. I've got another one for Liverpool. <laughs> Go on. I like Curtis Jones. I'll be real with you. I actually mm, do. Okay. I, 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 I actually think he's a good player. I actually think he's a mm. really, really good player. So, um, who else? I'm not taking any of Newcastle's midfielders. They all, apart from, no. they, they all, they all make me sick. Like they. Other jokes, than they the bait ones, I can't really think of anything. Yeah, that's what we will take Isaac. We will take Bruno G. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not taking any of the rest of their midfielders make me sick. What uh, about Almiron? I don't want him. Harvey Barnes? Oh, sorry. Do you know what? I was just assuming he was just talking about left eight. So we're just talking generally. Uh, uh, okay. Uh, no, he just said like any yeah, just, team, any, any, any players any, from your tick six, any, top six rivals, that is a like a, a bit of a wild shout. Uh, you know? okay, but they, okay. they, I mean, they're top six players. It's not really going to be yeah, that yeah, yeah. wild. Okay, it's not going to be that know? wild like. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Who, who do I like from from Spurs? I really like their left back. Um, yeah, Jogi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jogi. Yeah, yeah. Really I, like, I, him. I like him. Um, I like. I like. I like both their centre backs. No, I don't like I don't like Romero, but I like, I like the the Van der Ven. I actually think he's yeah. good. he look he look he looks good. I like him. I do like him. Yeah, like Ma- like they're talking about their Madison and Basuma not let me land players. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're no. just good in it. Like, uh, yeah, who's a let me land player? Who 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 did the who, like, Man United? Who did they hate that you would take? <laughs> no, the players they hate, I hate too. <laughs> <laughs> but I hate nearly everyone in that team, bro. <laughs> the, the only player, the only player I like in that team is Rashford. Bro. Yeah. yeah, like legit, legit. I like, I like the Curtis Jones shout. I like yeah, the Curtis I, Jones I, I, shout. I, I don't mind him. Um, no, Man United's midfielders make me sick. Like, there's, there's, mm. they're not let me land players, bro. Casemiro, mm. McTom, they're th- these are egregious shouts, bro. Yeah, I'm not having McTominay at Arsenal. No, that's not, no. that's not a let, that's not a let me land. Mm, is Hoyland to let me land? Uh, I do sort of like that. Is, what, is that, that is 80 that? million pound striker? Yeah, that's what I'm it's not. It's not really a let oh, me land, is it? It's not really a let me land, no. No. Um, no, I don't. I don't, I I don't like have any. Zaka, Sorry, guys. Like um, no, we'll yeah, we'll stick not... with Curtis Jones. Yeah, I, I don't mind. Curtis Jones is, yeah, that's a decent let me land show, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Um, and let's do one more. Um... Right, this is from Khalil HT3. He says, which member of the panel would be the best equipped to lead this squad to success <laughs> and who would be sucked in disgrace? Oh, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm telling you, 
I don't know why, yeah. I'm not letting Shabs lead this team. I'm just not. <laughs> I'm not letting Shabs lead this team. In fact, I'm not letting Coogs lead this team. Nah, Coogs will be sacked in disgrace, man. Coogs will definitely be, be sacked in disgrace. It'll be calling all the players. It'll, it'll be swearing at all the players, like losing his head. <laughs> no. Yeah, Dr. Yeah. Lee would he'd be he'd, too conservative, man. Too conservative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he won't like he won't get any transfer done. Like <laughs> everything, nothing. No player would ever be signed. Just <laughs> everything's too expensive. No, no, no. Can't do that. No. But it's just, but it's, but it's hundred million for Mbappe, Dr. Lee Roy. No, not going above. Not going above thirty million. <laughs> Nah, he, he would, yeah. I'm not... See, th- this is kind of only leaving German Dan. <laughs> yeah, German Dan's a shot, to be fair. I, I, like, he, he's got he's got philosophy. I like it. He's, he's got a philosophy. Nah, but listen, but he, he has to he be... He spends too much money on feet, FIFA he, points, man. Yeah, and, and also, he's done too much has, Havertz prop, which is, mm. which you know... He'd, which, he'd be playing is... Havertz every game. God and, and the teams would be full of Germans as well. <laughs> like he, Leno would bro. still be here, Mustafi bro. would still be here. It'd be bro, Mustafi yeah. Mertesacker in defence. <laughs> he, he, he bringing back Thomas Eisfeld. <laughs> <laughs> he would have Podolski as as top of the the the, the players that we just did. Uh, Hi, bro. Yeah. And, and and he and he'd have. Was that brother that was running the academy as, as his assistant, Yonka? <laughs> oh, Yonka, and uh, he would have he would get uh, Mislin Tap back. <laughs> hey, bro, he'd be, he'd be calling Arsenal Hamburg, bro. Hey, no, 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 <laughs> he'd definitely get he'd definitely getting sacked in disgrace, but the top gooners won't be having it, mate. <laughs> Uh, porn star martinis in the in the in the uh, uh, club level boy club level yeah <laughs> no yeah yeah i don't know uh, we, we we we're all failing dramatically we're, we're all flawed man we're all yeah, flawed yeah, individuals because because I, I i'll be giving back uh, i'll fling miles lewis skelly and one area into the table <laughs> It's bro, it'll, it'll, it'll be 2030. I'm still trying to get Reese Nelson to me. <laughs> be bringing Pepe back up back from his loan oh, spell. Oh my god, but yeah, uh, yeah, no, I'd be sacked because I'll just I'll just be doing vibes. I'll I'll mm. I'll buy him Don Belle. <laughs> mm. No, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm 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 failing too. So yeah. All right. On that note, uh, let's call it an evening. Thank you for all your listeners' questions. Hope you enjoyed the player ratings podcast. Uh Aspects of things, like I said before, if you are interested in this kind of thing and you do want to get like the instant match reactions plus the, with the player rating stuff, um, you can sign up to our Patreon free pound a month. Take it easy, guys, and we will see you next week after we smash Chelsea. Peace. It's got to 2 2, and we've still got more than half an hour to go. And here's Ozil. Lacazette. Ozil!
Social Podcast Network.